0: Hey, welcome back to Too True to Lie. Today we're going to have a fun filled facts episode, and we were going to discuss Mexico and try to end that saga. But I'm going to get to that later, and we're going to jump into something that I've always found really interesting, and my friend Brian and I were just talking about this today, which made me think of it. And it the, the subject matter really involves the earth and the moon, and the formation of the moon, and this theory that goes with how the moon was formed is called the giant impact hypothesis and it makes a lot of sense if you read about it and scientists you know lots of scientists have gone through this this hypothesis of a giant impact and what they came up with was there was another planet in our solar system billions of years ago I believe this early earth impact is estimated to be 4.5 billion years ago that's a lot of years obviously and this i guess it would be tenth planet but then it would be ninth planet since pluto is no longer a planet this planet was known as theia it's spelled t-h-e-i-a theia and it's from a greek mythology uh... titan or a female goddess of the moon now. But that's not important because that's, that's all Greek. That's, that's mythology. This is a scientific, scientific, oh the horror, this is a scientific hypothesis. Thea was about the size of Mars, which is smaller than Earth. But they're both much larger than our moon now and thea had somewhat of a uh, erratic orbit around the sun and th- this is early early uh galaxy early sun earth galaxy time frame i mean you it, you know you could miss these by a billion years or or a mil- 2 million years or whatever we're not going to try to get too finite but in its erratic orbit thea was thrown off and they think either by jupiter or venus i've seen two sources say venus i've seen one say jupiter that caused it to crash into earth head-on at a 45 degree angle this would be catastrophic obviously this would be violent some scientists said that if something like that happened Both planets would be destroyed and it would leave an enormous meteor belt, which we are not in. We're not in an enormous meteor belt where we are. We pass through minor ones and see shooting stars, as they call it. So Thea crashes into Earth. Now, what they pose is that. Debris left the Earth, including Earth's crust and part of Earth's core. Now the Earth, 50 percent of the solid body of Earth is an iron molten core, or it's molten core with, with ironish iron ore around that molten core. But that's the center of the Earth. It's the densest planet in our solar system and sometimes to say that it's kind of a, a freak thing for it to be like that and it shouldn't be like that and that's why they pose that a large object crashing into the earth and settling a lot of its body into our core made it a denser core well we have in the 1960s and early 70s we have the apollo missions going to the moon and they collect lots of moon rocks right and they bring them back and everybody's studying these moon rocks and the moon rocks were exactly consistent with material of the earth's crust and partial core which means the moon is made mostly of what the earth is made up of so Thea comes swinging in and slams into earth and if there was any living life besides microscopic and bacteria you know it was eviscerated i would imagine because this is a major major catastrophic event that's a miracle that we're all here on planet earth living breathing driving cars flying in airplanes swimming eating food growing food Um using our resources it's 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 a miracle planet excuse me so material is ejected out side of earth's atmosphere and into the orbit of earth it's held there because it's not it's not very big it's lots of small particles they think that it might have been two moons that eventually melded together and formed what we now have as our moon that we call moon. Does it have a name? I don't know if our moon has a name. I would have to look that up. It just says moon here with what I'm reading. And it is spelled M-O-O-N, not M-O-I-O-N, like this dia with an I in the middle. It doesn't make any sense. But I didn't name it, and you didn't name it. Another theory that goes along with this theory is Theia may have been the source of water for Earth. And I I, I think on this theory and wonder, how could much of Earth's water have originated from Theia if it crashed into a planet of iron ore and rock and crust? And then the heat and the explosion that would just turn water to vapor would be deposited on Earth. I'm no scientist. I have a Bachelor of Science degree from Mississippi State. That doesn't mean I'm a scientist. I read a lot. I'm a reader. (laughs) The Earth and its core... And the mantle, which is the rock and the dirt around the Earth, are the same materials as the moon. And I would imagine the same materials as this theoretic planet Thea, which was much like the size of Mars. And it just slammed into Earth 4.5 billion years ago. And they, they... They, they have evidence of this giant crash in, um, it's not radiocarbon dating. I'd have to, I'd have to change pages here and go to something else. You know, I'm looking at origin of the moon. There are other, there are other theories out there that the earth was a single body and it split and the moon was what was left. And then that the moon was just like Thea, except there was no Thea, it was its own little rock that the Earth's gravity captured and pulled into its orbit. But then why would it have exact material of Earth? So that one we're gonna erase off the slate, right? You have the Thea scenario, and then you have just that a large asteroid hit the earth and broke into pieces and caused the same after effect. And it's just crazy to think the amount of energy that busted out when something the size of Mars or even the size of the moon would crash into this planet. What if that happened tonight? It would be life-changing, it would be earth-changing. But they've they've studied this, and, and even up until 2019, they believe Thea formed in the outer solar system, not inside our solar system, but somehow just kind of orbited into it and was caught, within the gravitation of the sun and then got glanced by the gravitation of Venus or Jupiter and just slammed it into Earth I mean that's huge this doesn't seem like it's a very good episode because I've only hit 10 minutes and I've already run through the material that I have here and and the and the problem that i have with this is that i have to pause to go back to the information that i have in front of me on the uh on the screen to pick back up where i was or where i want to go and I feel like I'd be repeating myself but I'm gonna try to make it work and this this can just go down as the 20 the 21st rated episode of 21 episodes because this is unscripted unrehearsed nearly ad lib except that I have information in front of me lunar rocks it was all about lunar rocks that, that brought this about. This giant impact hypothesis was also known in, in scientific circles as the Big Splash or the Thea impact. Which basically says, and I'll reiterate, that the moon was formed out of the, the debris of a collision between Earth and a body the size of Mars, which they named Thea. Um, they say the solar system coalesced 20 to 100 million years ago. This happened, reportedly, 4.5 billion years ago? Now figure that math. If that happened 4.5 billion years ago, in the Hadean eon, which is an enormous span of time, about 20 to 100 million years after ah 20 to 100 million years after the solar system coalesced so it was recent you know the 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 solar system that we are in was relatively young in the millions of years as compared to the billions of years how young and small and little does that make you feel if you're 49 years old or 37 years old or 52 years old and you've just been around 50 years say it's it's, it's a blink of the eye to the sun which, which is indiscriminate and doesn't care and it would eviscerate this planet with a solar flare if it could but we have natural the earth has natural protections like it's like it's magnetic field and our uh, our layers of atmosphere that deflect and protect and diffuse or dilute the radiation and the solar flare energy and heat that spouts from the Sun in all directions regularly We're going to go back here now and draw the history back to the early thoughts on this big collision. George Darwin, the the famous George Darwin, before the turn of the 20th century, it was 1898, suggested that the earth and the moon were a single body and the moon was molten and it was spun out of the earth by centrifugal forces and a lot of people went with that Um. (laughs) insert joke here man they really get into some scientific jargon here with isotopes and momentum, and oblique angles, and here we have anorthositic composition of the lunar crust. I'm not telling you anything, really, am I? You know, I almost want—I almost don't want to post this, but I'm gonna just simply on a fun-filled fact that there was another planet that was wobbling around the sun in our solar system which scientists on earth named Thea with an eye and Thea slammed into earth head on 45 degree angle and melded with earth and the byproduct got hung in orbit around Earth and over millions of years, t- turned into two moons and then one moon, that's all hypothesis, to where we are today. The whole water thing, I don't know, I think Earth probably had water. I wonder where, where the water came from. We could look that up real real fast and see if we can find Earth water because you know we are the water planet and we would like to know how it came to be because it you wouldn't it doesn't seem like something that would just you know water in space can you imagine water in space just in globs floating around um would it even stay as hydrogen dioxide or however you say it, H2O, well, or would it just come apart, and the oxygen just dissipate, and the hydrogen do its thing? Um, my search bar won't search, and there it is: origin of water on Earth. We're gonna keep giving this a go, guys. Hang with me, hang with me. Pretend I'm Dennis Miller, and I know what I'm talking about. Water on Earth. Is continually being lost in space the molecules keep getting if it's in space it's broken up freeing the hydrogen of the oxygen the earth was young and less massive and water would have been lost into space more easily it wouldn't have had the layers of atmosphere that we have now Okay, we say things about gases and isotopes and heavy elements that remain on the planet and do not, were not readily available to just float into space. Any water on Earth during the later part of the moon formation was likely vaporized from the Earth's crust and upper mantle. And a rock vapor atmosphere was formed around the planet. That is interesting. A rock vapor atmosphere. And it condensed over 2,000 years. Creating a lot of carbon dioxide. And hydrogen and water vapor. And afterwards, liquid water oceans that may have existed, despite the surface temperatures, probably because of depth. Increased until things settled and there was a cooling phase, and CO2 was removed from the water that was left. But still, it says levels of water levels oscillated wildly as new surface and mantle cycles appeared. What does all that mean? It's just a miracle that water's on Earth. You know, here we are talking about zircons. We don't care about zircons. But mineralogical evidence from zircons show that liquid water and an atmosphere must have existed about 4 billion years ago, a few million years, several million years but very soon after the formation of the earth which creates a paradox they say as the cool early earth (laughs) hypothesis suggests, temperatures were cold enough to freeze water four and a half to four billion years ago so that would have happened right after maybe it was space cold because we didn't have a greenhouse effect tectonics Rather than a hot molten surface and an atmosphere full of carbon dioxide, the early Earth's surface would actually have been much like it is today, four point five billion years ago. And vast amounts of CO two were trapped within the Earth as it settled. Greenhouse gases were reduced or the effects of it were reduced and that's what cooled the earth to form the solid rock center and mantle and the liquid water which would have been the separation of the materials and water or hydrogen and oxygen in its combination would then form this is interesting if you're following me I doubt you are you know maybe maybe some avid listener I have I've had you know I've only been doing this a few weeks I've had I think 104 listens probably four of them were mine over the time frame while while testing different uh... different um... not formats but different sites that that host my podcast um... you know you have you have itunes Spotify and then there's anchor like a boat anchor which is where I created the podcast and it launches it to six other places that host it two of them being the ones I've already said iTunes and Spotify iTunes has been the most listened to by my analytics that has nothing to do with the moon or the Earth or its composition, or where the water came from, you know really, all they can do is hypothesize what really happened and where these things come from, but it happened I mean there's no denying it happened, so let's think thea you know you look at you look at a picture of the Earth, and it is minus cloud cover and continents it is predominantly blue a nice deep royal blue of ocean which is salt water so there's a lot of sodium chloride in the in the uh... water composition of earth which is seventy one percent of the earth's surface well think about the depths how much water that is can you swim around that i can't sharks can whale can squid giant squid loch ness monster it's probably some kind of actual huge water mammal that died the last time someone took a picture of it <laughs> It stole its soul the old days changed to our new days and our new days changed to newer days and the old people don't like the young people and the young people don't like the old people i wanted to look at another thing about water here because this is so fascinating to me seems like condensation lower condensation temperatures helped separate and hold the water where it is today gosh this water's been you know we're on a water I'm just going to stop the scientific mumbo jumbo and and trying to to relay the stuff that I'm reading in a consistent tone and just talk about the miracle planet and I'm not a hippie tree hugger though I was one for six or seven years kind of I ate meat, still do. I harvest my own meat in the woods of Mississippi when I shoot deer. And then I bring them in and skin them and I give the skin to my neighbor and he makes chair bottoms out of the skin. And I take all the meat off the animal and I either cut it into steaks, small medallion-like steaks, or I grind it into burger with beef fat or sausage with pork butt or pork shoulder and a little pig fat if I can get it and it's about as organic as you can get unless you just eat straight up deer meat you know if I mix it with beef fat or or pork I don't know how organic that meat is I'm completely swinging Much like the orbit of Thea, wildly and erratically around this episode. I'm just talking to talk, I guess. I like to talk. Uh, There are people I'm, I'm trying to talk to with texts and messaging sometimes, and they don't answer ever. And that's fine, you know. They're not talkers, I guess, and that's that's cool. I'm a talker. That's why I'm doing this. I like to talk. And I uh I really like information and reading. The miracle planet. How 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 it holds together regardless of what we do and provides water and air and soil and the climate and conditions to take seeds of plants and reproduce plants for food and clothing and paper. And you know, what do you think plastic and rubber comes from? It comes from plants. But there are also animals that are domesticated and wild that we eat and use for, you know, in. in what do we call these times the frontier time the American frontier times when everything was used when they harvested an animal you know people ate chitlins that's intestines people ate pig's feet and pig ears and pig snout pigtails I don't know why they would eat pigtails it would just be something to chew on I guess um, deer heart. People love deer heart. I've eaten it. It's not my favorite thing. Liver. I like liver. Deer liver's a little strong unless it's a young deer. What's that have to do with Thea? Nothing. It's just amazing that a, a Mars-sized planet can crash into old Earth rock and not just obliterate it, but actually possibly, helpfully... Transform it into a water planet of life where people can live, survive, and thrive and evolve. And we're still evolving. And we need to keep evolving by being nice to our neighbors, regardless of what color they are or what language they talk or what religion they are. Unless they're lunatics or, crim- or or you know, maniac, criminal. Felonous felonious behavioralists, you know those people need to be dealt with, however, law will allow us to deal with them. I imagine, but to evolve the way earth has evolved over billions of years, obviously it takes patience and time and gravity. Which really doesn't have a lot to do with us unless we fall off our bicycle. Or fall off a ladder. Or try to kick a dog and miss and fall and put your knee backwards. Which I did. Two years ago. It was beautiful. The crunch. The pain. And you know you're alive when you feel pain like that. It's nasty. (laughs) So... This was our little astrology lesson, fun-filled facts. We'll call this fun-filled facts and confusion. But if we want to evolve, continue, continue to evolve, we've got to hold the door open for people. We've got to smile to strangers. We've got to be kind and be good to our neighbor. And we've got to lend helping hands. We've got to donate to charity local charities is always best you know give to charities in your backyard you you don't need to worry about the charities overseas when we have people in need here who have suffered natural disasters such as hurricanes and wildfires and floods in Mississippi we had a flood recently lots of water We're on a water planet, water's not going anywhere. The water that is on this planet will always be on this planet in three forms. It's going to be liquid water, it's going to be water vapor in the atmosphere, or it's going to be ice. And if the ice melts some into the oceans, the oceans don't rise take a glass of water filled with ice to the very top and set it out in the sun and the ice melts does it overflow out of the glass? No. It takes up the same amount of space it just turns to liquid water. We are on a water planet. It might be the only water planet within light years more, you know, hundreds of light years, thousands, millions of light years, might be the only water planet with fertile soil and oxygen that we can breathe without gasping and choking and getting burned up by the sun. Thank God we have an atmosphere, right? Maybe God created everything. Water's not going anywhere. It's here. It might be soily or saline. You just got to run it through some charcoal and some gravel clean out the bacteria and the bits and pieces or boil it so you can drink it but it's here it's in us we have lots of water in our body that's why you gotta drink water to stay hydrated so you don't go crazy and hallucinate but to evolve don't worry about the water unless you live in a desert then you might need to move to where there's water I'm not being insensitive there it's just kinda common sense but to evolve, we've got to stop the hate and stop the ridicule. We've got to stop war. That sounds so cliche. But mass killing doesn't solve anything. We've got to help one another. The way Thea, I felt like a preacher. The way Thea helped us. But it took a violent act, right? Thea crashed into Earth, eviscerated everything, but combined the materials to make a bigger, stronger, more more miracle-like, livable Earth. And a little moon to look at. It's up there, waxing to fullness right now. And it's beautiful, right? We had some... Uh, meteor showers this week. I didn't catch any of them because they were early a.m. and I was getting up 6, 6.30 getting the kids to school. I would just anything else I'd say now would just be a complete an utter triple quadruple repetitive theme word tone so I apologize for this long ramble of monotonous blah, but I'm going to post it anyway, because I want people to evolve, no matter what happens. Bad things bring good things. Closed doors bring open windows, or at least open chimneys. Love y'all. This is Harry Day, Too True to Lie. Forgive me for this episode and peace.